good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner on uh, Tuesday, 17th of October, um, where there's a strong easterly wind blowing. I can tell you this morning, the cycle ride in was uh, quite hard work. How are you, Paul? Pretty good. Thank you. Pretty good. But I understand we're going to get really drenched tomorrow, too. Uh, I think the wind, rain's coming in for about two weeks. I don't have a lot of wet rides, but there you go. Uh, wet rides markets where there is absolutely zero liquidity. I've been running around some of my peer group and uh, we're all feeling exactly the same. The sad thing is that we also all feel the government has absolutely no clue how to solve the problem, even though it's very, very simple. All they're going to do is ask a few people in the city and they'll tell them how to do it. It also helps the UK economy. But there we go. You've heard this from me before. Let's move on. There's lots and lots of news today. Let's get cracking with it. Let's start actually with a company that has always intrigued me. It's Jubilee Metals. Impossible to get hold of Leon Kurtzer, the CEO, but he does a bloody good job. Not quite sure why he won't talk to anybody, but there you go. Uh, but they have made, um, or they've got a big slag project, haven't they? Yes, they have. They've done a deal with the Mopani Copper Mine there in Zambia in order to treat 13 million tons of historic copper cobalt slags there at the mine. Plus, it, the deal involves ongoing uh, um, uh, tails production as well uh, once they uh, have uh, treated those dumps. Uh, the grade of the dumps 0.7% copper, 0.27% cobalt. Uh, so they are rich enough, certainly, for retreatment at this point, as long as the recoveries are reasonably good. And they, Jubilee is exclusively appointed to design, implement, and operate the new facility. So because it is both historic production, but also for ongoing production afterward, uh, it would become another major operating plant and profit center for Jubilee. Okay. Now, one that rather caught my eye, Paul, because I think it's got all sorts of connotations. Most people would have heard this one, but Windshare Resources. It's TSX listed. It's actually a Peruvian explorer. But it's just done, it actually has the same CEO, Richard Williams, who we like a lot, at Cornish Metals. Um, often in mining, you get one CEO running quite a few companies. So it's not unusual. Um, they've just done an amazing deal with the Tanzanian government, haven't they? Well, they had an amazing outcome on what has been several years' worth of uh, illegal litigation uh, when Sheard initiated against uh, the Tanzania government for wrongful cancellation of its gold licenses uh, there in southwest uh, Tanzania several years ago. Those licenses not that far away from uh, what is uh, Sarabi's uh, gold mine operation down there. So it's in the same style of gold mineralization. And Windshear did have uh, compliant resources on these properties too. But uh, they have uh, reached a settlement uh, to end all litigation on both sides between the groups. And Windshear already has received the cash. Uh, after expenses over $25 million to top up the coffers. Just shows you sometimes can take on a government. There you go. Um, actually, you mentioned Sarabi, but Sarabi actually had some, uh, uh, whatever they were, Q something numbers anyway, uh, for their Brazil operations, didn't they? Yes, quarterly, third quarter results, production of 8,738 ounces, which is 3% better quarter on quarter. Uh, for the uh, period, they're down there on their operations in Brazil. They 
had uh, better than uh, uh, hope for grades out of the Polito mine, which helped that uh, at, at this point with uh, highest grades so far, 6.8 grams per ton average uh, there. And the Karinga mine development continues as well with a mine grade just under 6 grams. So 93% increase in average reported grade and measured in indicated resources at Polito too. Um, so that's up now to 10 grams, uh, which is uh, excellent, excellent grade, though it is narrow vein mining. So it will make up a significant part of sweetener, certainly to the operations at Polito or uh, at uh, its <coughs> operations uh, close by. And uh, you'd have to say this is a good looking uh, set here, cash at position at $15 million, slightly higher than what it was back in June and net cash 2.4 million in the third quarter for a rise there. Yeah, actually there's, there's plenty of good uh, gold results or gold exploration of gold producing companies coming out today. Uh, let's just do a couple of others. There's Thor Exploration, which is our Nigerian gold producer, but also now um, getting into lithium, but they've updated them, they Paul? Yes, they have. Uh, production there just over 19,000 ounces in the quarter on their open pit at Segalola. Average grade there just under two and a half grams gold per ton. They have given production guidance for the year therefore of 85,000 ounces and all in sustaining cost guidance 1100 uh, uh, not lower than $1,150 an ounce, but uh, will be below $1,350 an ounce. And their pre-feasibility study continues at pace on their Dula Gold project in Senegal as well. Yeah, okay. And then actually the other one that really rather caught my eye was, uh, tends to be known as Metal X or MTL, but Metals Exploration over in, it's in the, uh, I would say Philippines, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a long-standing AIM company that's uh, struggled uh, quite a bit on this uh, project in the Philippines. But uh, well, we have, struggling uh, now. It's going all gangbusters. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. But it, it is. Uh, it has struggled over many years here. But its gold revenues uh, looking uh, slightly down on the last quarter. Now forty-two million dollars, and gold sales were twenty-two thousand ounces. It does have a high debt level, so you do have to look at that uh, story there. Uh, they did make mezzanine debt repayments of $18.5 million, such that net debt has been reduced by about 25% over the last quarter. It's now uh, down to $30.5 million U.S. Gold recoveries were also improved, 88.7%, uh, which is an improvement of about a, a one and a half points. So definitely making some progress there on a quarter-on-quarter -quarter basis, but it's that debt level that you got to watch on metals exploration. Yeah, and there's also been some sort of little issues, isn't there, I think, um, on sort of uh, the, the board, etc., and how the, the whole company is, is run, um, which is, I think, all now being put into sort of history to a large extent. Um, but it's, as you say, it's, it's got a bit of a background, but it's probably one we should always start looking at, I think. Um, I think it's starting to do rather well. I've got a funny feeling we should be having a look, and I might do a bit more work myself. Paul, maybe you would a bit more work on it, right? Okay. 
because um, it could be quite an interesting buying opportunity. I've just got this feeling. Um, it's got some good non-execs as well who have a lot of time for um, that, uh, again, I've been talking to and I've got a feeling. Oh, these feelings are terrible. Let's finish off. Well, I've, tell us about Therissa because they've uh, had a bit of an update. And anything else you want to talk about, Paul? Yeah, South Africa Chrome and PGM producer Teresa here. Much better looking numbers uh, here on this one. Mining volumes were up 27.5% quarter on quarter from a year ago, or so I should say from a year ago. So uh, that as a result means a lot more ore going through the mill, uh, such that, uh, and the metallurgical uh, concentrate prices uh, as well for Chrome. Uh, also up by 26% on a year-on-year basis as well. So PGM price, however, didn't help it that much, down 21.5% uh, versus the third quarter, the prior quarter. Uh, so uh, you have an offset there between the Chrome improvement and the uh, PGM uh, weakening. And they have said that their production guidance for 2024 is will be at least 145,000 ounces of PGMs and at least 1.7 million tons of chrome. Cash balance uh, rising still again, $269 million now, net debt at $142 million. Remember, they do have a mind that they are pushing along toward development in Zimbabwe as well. Okay, I think we've done more than our five minutes, but we've done them more like 10 minutes. So we'll actually call it a day there, Paul. Uh, lots of good stuff there, though. And uh, we can catch up again tomorrow, thanks. Very good. We'll see you then. Or you'll talk to Ollie tomorrow, actually. All right. Very good. Thanks. Yep. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. BSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.